Welcome to the Quit Vaping Podcast, the podcast designed to make you a non-listener. In this show, I'm not going to scare you away from a life of vaping. What I am going to do is show you just how good your life can be without it. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 48 of the Quit Vaping Podcast. So this is going to be a really good episode. I know I say that every episode, but like I've put some really fucking banging episodes together for you guys recently. And I want to tell you something. So I am in a point in my life where like I don't want to just do vaping for the rest of my life. Vaping is an outlet into the work that I teach, right? So I want to help people quit vaping because this is where I started on my self-development journey and it was huge. It was huge. Sorry, I can't help myself because that is where I learned emotional tools. And I know people are like, oh, vaping is not an emotional issue, blah, blah, blah. Yes, it is. It's an emotional issue, guys. And the reason why that's so important because your emotions are the reasons you do or don't do anything. And your emotions will continue to be for the rest of your life and everyone who's ever on this planet, as long as our brains are still working how they're working, the reason that we do or don't do anything. Why do you want the big house? Because you want to feel secure and powerful and successful. Why do you want the hot husband, spouse, wife, whatever? Because you want to feel important and loved. Why do you want to have kids? Because you want to feel loved and worthy and important. Like anything that you want, any job you want, because you want to feel status and successful and like whatever, proud, like anything that you want in your life, anything that you ever want in your life will be because of emotion. Anything that you don't want in your life will not be because of the result of that experience. It's going to be because of how you think you'll feel when you get that result. That's everything. Why do you not want to lose your job? Because then you're going to feel scared and insecure about money. Not because you're not going to have any money because of the emotions surrounding the result. Well, why do you want anything in your life? Because of the emotions surrounding the result. Okay. Very important concept to understand. Don't even bother listening to the rest of the episode if you haven't really understood that. Like, listen to that again. The reason you do anything is for an emotion. The reason you don't do anything or don't want something is because of an emotion. Okay? Very important to start there. So, today we're talking about a dopamine detox. And this is the thing. I hate pop psychology. I'm going to say it so overtly. I know that I'm a life coach and that could be considered a pop psychology thing. But I don't like pop psychology. And what that is is like popular like lowbrow psych terms being kind of like demolished and just made up and pulled out of people's asses that aren't real. And um, like dopamine detox, I think is one love bombing. You're love bombing me right now. A lot of those words, the reason I don't like them is because they don't do a proper representation of real things that people have going on. So um, when we're talking about a dopamine detox today, I think that that's a word that's being used incorrectly in society. And because it's not being understood why you're doing that or how your brain works. It's just like, oh, I'm going to take, you know, all the hints and gratification hits away and re-regulate my dopamine. It's like, yeah, that's kind of what you're doing, but let's talk about it on a deeper level and not so poppy. Okay. So a dopamine detox is when you stop doing things that your brain wasn't naturally designed to do so that your brain can release the proper amount of dopamine throughout its day. And it can literally start to think that things are important for survival are important again. So let's talk about this. Okay. We live in a society, I live in the United States, I have a lot of listeners from the UK and Australia who would agree, Will it, maybe not to this extent though, because America's pretty egregious and atrocious at the moment, even though I love the country I live in. Um, you know, if you're not regulated mentally and emotionally, you're going to literally just lose it. So this is happening for a lot of people. So I live in a country and a lot of listeners here live in a country where it's beautiful and we're so blessed and like we never have had the abundance and the opportunity that anyone's ever had ever who's existed on the face of the planet. So let me start there. You should be very grateful that we live in times where currently, at least in the United States, I'm not being drafted into a war. I can go to the grocery store and literally get any food from anywhere in the world right now at a very reasonable price. Um, even though people disagree, I think that like inflation is 
like, I don't know. I just, I have always been enamored at the grocery store. Like how can I just walk into the store with like $15 and get pretty much anything that I want to eat for a full meal? It's always blown my mind. And you know, I'm not, I didn't grow up rich. You know, I was on, we are on food stamps for a while and all this kind of stuff. And, um, but I want to say that, like, I'm very, very impressed. I'm very grateful for the the system of food that we have. I can turn on my lights. I have power. I'm literally sitting in my apartment right now with access to internet connection and Wi-Fi. And I think it's reasonably priced. I pay $55 a month for Wi-Fi and for the internet connection, which is like, I don't think that's that bad. Like I have complete access to make money online for $55 a month. I have a heater sitting next to me. Um, I have like amazing decor and I've been doing feng shui in my apartment and I wake up and I'm so grateful to be here. So I want to lead with that. I am not dissing the culture. I am not dissing the country. I'm very grateful to live where I am and the time period I live. And I would never ever talk shit about America. And if I wanted to, and I lived here, go live somewhere else that doesn't have all these luxuries and then come back and see if you're still talking shit. So I want to say that, but we do live in a culture that has started to glorify instant gratification and instant dopamine hits. And I don't like that. Because here's what's happening is that we live in a society that thinks that we should be happy all the time. And pretty much this is a marketing gimmick, right? So because companies can make money selling emotions, because remember, the reason that you want anything is for the emotion you think you will have once you have it, right? So the reason why Coca-Cola says, you know, share happiness and why everywhere in the world that are markets, they use positive emotions to market dopamine hits is because they know that if you think that it will make you feel happy or good or loved or cherished, you're going to buy it. So the whole entire happiness is the key in America and you should be happy all the time and never suffer. And if you're suffering or if you're feeling anxious, it's bad and you need medication and you need a Coke, that's an issue because that's a thought error. That is not true that you should be happy all the time. But when you think you should be happy all the time, because it's not true and you can't be happy all the time, you get really unhappy sometimes about not being happy. And then you try to fix for the unhappiness. I put a quote out the other day on my Instagram and it says, the reason why so many people have anxiety issues is because they think anxiety is the issue. What that means is negative emotion in itself is not a problem. And I think that pop psychology and clinical psychology has actually been uh, pathologizing normal emotions. And I don't like the trend that this is going on. And I see this happening everywhere, right? So anyways, when you think that you should be happy all the time and you have a society that is very, very blessed and they have things all around you all the time that can release dopamine, things like nicotine, amphetamines, alcohol, medications, caffeine, concentrated foods that aren't real, that have been fake, like artificially concentrated by your society, like sugars and flowers, porn, OnlyFans, gambling in the casinos and from the convenience of your home and all the other shit too. I'm sure I'm missing stuff. Um, but when you're in a society that's very abundant and that has created things to give you dopamine all the time, and you've been told that you should be happy all the time, well, that's a problem because you're going to abuse the shit out of your dopamine circuits. Also, I always feel like I have to add this caveat. I am not anti-medication, but the United States is highly abusing pharmaceutical medications, especially in the mental health industry. And I will stand behind that. So now that we have that basic understanding, let's look at how the brain works. Okay. 
Your brain has two pieces. I keep it really fucking simple, okay? You don't need to know anything more if you want to quit vaping, and you really, truly don't need to know anything more about your brain, honestly, if you want to start improving your life really, really rapidly and dramatically. So here's where we're going to start. Your brain has two pieces, okay? The first part I call the animal brain. And the reason I call it the animal brain is because pretty much every living organism has this function if it's going to survive. And the main function of the animal brain is called the motivational triad. If you want information, you can literally YouTube or Google the motivational triad, and they're going to say exactly what I'm going to say. And you can see that every organism pretty much function functions on this system. The motivational triad is called a triad because there's three parts to it. And it's called motivational because it's what drives all organisms to survive long enough to reproduce. Okay. So the motivational triad has three parts. The first part is that you it wants to seek pleasure, okay? That's the dopamine, baby. And that's where our dopamine, that's the whole reason that we have dopamine circuits is to seek things that are pleasurable. And our brain thinks that anything that is likely to help us survive is pleasurable, okay? Food, sex, shelter, water, all that stuff. So when we have that, naturally, it releases dopamine, okay? So that's seek pleasure. The other part of the motivational triad is to avoid pain. This makes very logical sense, right? When we touch a hot stove, it hurts us, and then we remember that, so we're not motivated to touch hot stoves anymore. So our motivational triad wants to seek pleasure with dopamine. That's how the system works. Avoid pain, the uncomfortable emotions, and physical pain. I, I would say emotional and physical pain are both pain. And then it also wants to conserve energy is the third part. So seek pleasure, avoid pain, conserve energy. So pretty much conserve energy is if I can get a fake dopamine hit on the couch and my brain thinks that that's important for survival, I don't need to do anything else. I don't need to put myself into uncomfortable situations and rejection for a dream that I have if I can get a fake dopamine hit of nicotine on the couch. Remember that your motivational triad is the animal brain, okay? That means that every single human being on this earth has an animal brain and then they also have this beautiful thing that other animals don't have. This is part two of your brain that I teach. It's called the prefrontal cortex. And pretty much, if you want to imagine your brain, imagine the animal brain is just like a lump. And then the prefrontal cortex was literally just thrown on top of the existing lump. So the prefrontal cortex is responsible for making us human. It's what allows us to think abstractly, to create art, to do things that aren't necessarily just for survival, to find like deep love in a way that other animals really can't experience, like intimate romantic love, and to do things like critically think about your life, to actually change behavioral patterns that your parents have. That's all prefrontal, baby. And the way that it does this is by being able to think about its own self. It's called metacognition. When your brain can actually think about your brain thinking, it's pretty fucking woo-woo. Or it's pretty meta, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm an idiot. When your brain can actually think about itself thinking, that's called metacognition. I'm totally leaving that in there. Metacognition. And that just means that your brain can actually change its own behavior and it can override the motivational triad. I want to tell you this again. This is what makes us human beings is that human beings can override the motivational triad by using their prefrontal cortex. This is a skill set. This is the skill set life coaches teach. If you get a good life coach and baby, it depends on the life coach. Okay. You want to get a good life coach. I'm one of them. I don't know that all of them are. I'm not going to endorse every single fucking life coach. It's an unregulated field. There's a lot of people who aren't teaching this properly and who aren't teaching this at this caliber and this level. So be mindful. Use your intuition. Make sure that you actually find someone who is teaching this skill set. 
Anyways, I digress. So when you learn how to use your prefrontal cortex, you're not born knowing how to do that. That's why you're addicted to nicotine, by the way. When you can actually learn the skill set of using your prefrontal cortex, taking control of your own thinking, and then overriding your brain's proclivity to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and save energy, that's when you take control over your actions. That is when you have emotional regulation, and that is when you are able to create the life that you want where you're no longer addicted to nicotine. Okay? So here's the problem is that we are not being taught how to use our prefrontal cortex. That is all the emotional and the thought work that I teach. That is exactly what I do. And that is exactly why I've told you guys over and over again that this isn't about quitting vaping. It's about giving you the skill set, the meta skill set that will allow you to quit vaping that will also teach you exactly how to create the life that you want after you're done quitting. That's exactly what it is. So be mindful of that. When you learn the skill set and you also eliminate your belief that you should be happy all the time, you're able to realize that actually it's probably not healthy to abuse my dopamine circuits, okay? And the reason is because when you're constantly doing things using your animal brain to seek pleasure and avoid pain and you're doing it in this society, you're completely ruining your brain's dopamine system and that's not fucking good because when you are messing with your brain's dopamine system, guess what happens? Your motivation disappears for things that aren't quick instant dopamine hits really dangerous place to be because when you have no motivation to do anything other than hedonistic dopamine hits, maybe that's a little deep because when you have no motivation to do anything other than get false hits of dopamine that have been planted in front of you by your society, you get depressed, you get anxious, you stay in a life that's very small because when you can't step into the discomfort, the emotional discomfort it takes to create a life that's meaningful, you stay in a very small life addicted to a lot of different things. All the while, your society tells you that those addictions are important for your survival and that that's how you should be happy and that you should be happy all the time. Do you see the problem? So when it comes to a dopamine detox, like any pop psychology term, I think it kind of gets close, but it doesn't tell the whole story. So it kind of bastardizes the whole reason for its own idea behind the word, if that makes sense. So pretty much when you're taking a dopamine detox, you're detoxing from things that your society has created that releases an artificially high level of dopamine. This is important to understand. You guys, porn releases more dopamine than your brain's used to having. It's not normal. That's why your partner stops being attractive when you watch a lot of porn because you're literally getting a fake high that's more powerful than real sex. That's not healthy. The same thing happens with alcohol. Like when you can look for it, and I know that you feel this because I've done this too for like 10 years. I'm, I'm always in the process of cutting alcohol and I think it's something that I'm finally going to let go of because they're like the last 10 years, I've had an unnaturally strong desire to drink alcohol on the weekends. Why? Because I have an over desire for something that's artificially concentrated. The same thing happens with sugary foods and flowery foods, right? Who doesn't over desire one of the food groups in the sugar or flour category? Everyone does because you're getting an unnaturally large dopamine hit when you use those things. So it's not like you should just dopamine detox and go back to that shit. You should understand that those things are ruining your normal motivation system in your brain to take action. And that's not good because when you can get false dopamine hits all the time, like nicotine on your couch, I promise you the things that you want that you really do want, like everything that's important to you is no longer important. That's why your vape becomes so amazingly important to you and that when you lose it, you actually panic because nothing's going to give you a dopamine hit like that thing is going to. So why even get off the couch? Why not just go un get unemployment, 
collect social security and food stamps, and sit on the couch and vape. That's the future of society, by the way, if we, if we don't get these emotional tools under control, because guess what's going to happen? Robots are going to come along, and then they're going to take care of a lot of the menial jobs that nobody wants, and then guess what's going to happen? Is that we can actually, as our society increases in affluence, we can actually just sit on the couch and get dopamine hits. You know what else is going to happen? Depression rates are going to skyrocket, and suicide rates are going to skyrocket. Because when you're constantly using things that fuck with your dopamine systems and create artificial highs, and you have nothing that you're working towards that's actually kind of like, you know, difficult and meaningful, you're going to get depressed. You're going to get anxious. You're going to have mental health problems because your mental health and your mind is not designed to be abused like we're abusing it in society. And it's designed to have meaningful things that we're doing with our life. That's the whole point of life, people, is to do something meaningful by your own definition. And I'm promising you, there's no meaning to vaping, okay? There just isn't any meaning to addiction at all. The whole entire point is to escape uncomfortable feelings. And it's actually in the uncomfortable feelings where we find out who we are, what we want, and we start taking action towards it. That's when we become the people that we're looking up to. I promise you that. Anybody who you look up to, if you have any kind of head on your shoulders, is not like just addicted to drugs all day and glorifying that, which pisses me off that people do that, by the way. <laughs> Sorry, I get I get angry on social media because people glorify doing things that are actually going to lead to clinical depression and mental health issues and like suicidal tendencies, and that pisses me off because people should be good role models. That's all. That's all I have to say. I think that adults should be good role models and that's a thought error that creates a lot of suffering for me. <laughs> so anyways, if you're going to take a dopamine detox and you're going to quit vaping, realize that the reason that vaping is so detrimental to your health and why a lot of these things you're doing, but I would say vaping is primarily one of them because it's so addictive and you can do it all the time. The reason why this is one that you should really quit is because it's completely ruining your dopamine systems. And we actually don't know the long-term effects of that. Well, um, ADHD is closely related to dopamine, which is very obvious why ADHD rates are going up. It's like one of my friends told me the other day, because listen, I, I studied clinical psych. I got a four year in psych. I worked in a psychiatric hospital for a year and a half. I'm very clinical minded. I like the clinical world. The reason I became a life coach is because I actually didn't want to do the clinical work itself. I wanted to help people with their mental health that wasn't clinical and life coaching fit in better with that. But um, I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was younger. Like anyone who knows, who knows me, really anyone who knows me would say, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I could see that. But I don't actually believe that I have ADHD. I don't think it's a belief that serves me to believe that. Um, and when people approach me and talk to me about that, the reason is because I don't think it serves me to have all these predefined beliefs about something that I don't even know if it's real or been diagnosed properly. And my friend is amazing. She said, I have a, she said, I have ADHD and I believe I have ADHD, even though I don't believe it's real. <laughs> and it was like the best way of putting it ever the other day. So I'm like, no, I totally get that. I totally hundred percent understand that. And I think what she meant by that and what I believe is ADHD might be real, but like we're completely self-inflicting it. <laughs> so is it really real if you're giving yourself something and it's just a cluster of, you know what I mean? ADHD, everyone acts like it's out of people's hands, but like we live in a system that's abusing the dopamine circuits and the dopamine circuits are what's linked to ADHD. So of course that's a thing, right? It just makes logical sense to me. So I'm not trying to diss anybody with ADHD. I think it's a real thing and all this, and I can totally see how it's like beneficial to diagnose that. But like, let's zoom out a little bit, people. Let's not look at the diagnosis as the problem. Let's find out what's creating it. And that's exactly why I like life coaching because it just gets right to the heart of matters that are creating problems in your life and it solves them so that you understand why you no longer have the problem and you understand why the problem solved and you actually completely clean up the problem. That's exactly how, how people quit vaping, right? If you can take control of your thoughts and actually learn how to, like, and what I mean by take control of your thoughts, is like think things on purpose. Stop thinking you should be happy all the time. 
and then you can also learn how to regulate your emotions and feel them and not be scared of them, then you no longer need nicotine. And then what happens is your dopamine levels regulate out. And then what happens is you start to care about things that you used to care about before you were addicted to drugs. And then what happens is you start to figure out what you want with your life. And then what happens is you actually start to take action towards it because there's no reason not to. Because when you're not getting a fake dopamine hit on the couch all day, you actually want to get off the couch and do something meaningful. So this is a really good episode. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, I'm really impressed by myself. And the reason that I'm impressed by myself truly is because I've dedicated my life to learning the exact same skill set that I help you learn when you quit vaping. And I want you to be impressed with yourself. And I promise that you, when you're, when you're having the whole vape drama and you don't trust yourself and you don't really understand why you're vaping and you're having all the, you know, the shit, like you don't really feel impressed by yourself. You don't trust yourself. And I don't want that for you. I want you to have the biggest version of your life where you know that if you say something, you're going to do it and you know why you're doing the things you're doing. So I think I've decided only to do 52 episodes of this podcast. Like this podcast is fucking amazing. <laughs> it's seriously like, I don't know of another podcast that is this targeted for one problem that has this much free value in it. So um, I'm going to do 52 episodes. And if you haven't quit vaping by the 52 episode mark, you should get my program. It's ridiculously affordable. I've been looking at other life coaching programs and other just like internet influencer and business programs. And mine is ridiculously affordable and really good price, especially for the transformation you're going to get from it. I really want this course, this vaping niche to be the foundational work that I help transform a lot of people's lives with so that I can then take the same group of people and continue to help them change their lives in really meaningful ways. Because once I quit vaping, that was really just the powder keg to my my life transformation. Like everything in my life have changed. It's so good right now. I'm so grateful. Like I want to just cry and be grateful. And um, the fact like that people still vape boggles my mind because I'm just not someone who vapes anymore. And I say that with so much pride. Um, so if you guys want help quitting, I've got what, four episodes left before I'm done with this podcast. And then at that point, the only thing you have left to do is get the actual course, learn how to apply the shit I've taught you in the last 52 episodes and let's change your lives together because this is some bullshit. Let's take control of our lives, people. Um, it's not cool to be using dopamine all the time in place of creating meaningful goals and living a meaningful life. And I'm going to stand by that. Have a nice day. This was a deep one. This is a really good episode and thanks for being here. I will talk to you guys on next week's episode. It's going to be on vaping and manifestation. Really good episode. And it's not going to be so woo-woo, so calm down. If you're not woo-woo, it's fine. I'll make it rational. Have a nice week, guys. I'll see you next week. What's up, guys? I hope you're enjoying the show and that each episode is bringing you one step closer to becoming a non-listener. If you'd like to take all this information to the next level and finally quit vaping for good, you can check out the course link in my bio. Have a great day. See you next week.